This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome to another edition of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance DeScott. You know, guys... I've always said it, no matter how good you are, no matter how bad the other team is that you play in any sport, there's going to be nights where bad teams look good and good teams don't look as good as they normally do. And last night, that was the case with the Blues. I thought the Coyotes came out and looked very, very good. I mean, very good, especially in that first period. The Blues looked a little, I don't know, lackadaisical. I'm not saying they weren't trying but the Coyotes were just flying all over the place because they've got a lot of speed on defense and people like Ekman Larson and, of course, Keller, the St. Louisan on offense, who you know has like 11 goals and five or six assists, just a stud of a score. And I'm glad to see a good St. Louisan do well in the NHL. We wish him the best just as long as he doesn't beat the Blues. So we get into the first period, and as I said, the Blues didn't play their best first period. I would have to say, and I've watched some Coyotes games this year, I would say the Coyotes played the best, maybe one of the best at the worst periods that they've played all year long. And uh, the Blues are pretty fortunate in my mind to get out of that first period only tied at zero. I mean, I thought that the Coyotes had a couple opportunities, but Carter Hutton played his first game since I believe last March of 2016. Uh, home game that is and I, I might be wrong it may be March of this year but I think it's March of 2016 he normally plays on the road but uh, man he was very good in goal last night in spotting Jake Allen Jake normally takes those home games but Carter Hutton was good and kept the Blues in this game early when uh, it seemed like the Coyotes were really coming out flying going into the second period you're hoping the Blues start to play a little bit better and I thought they did pick things up in the second period but the Coyotes didn't stop the Coyotes looked just as good as they did in the first period, but it would be the Blues that would get on the board first, just five minutes and 14 seconds in by on a goal by Joel Edmondson. He's got five goals this year, and previously I think he only had four goals in most of his career. So just a great, great time to see Joel Edmondson blossom along with Alex Petrangelo on defense, and the Blues take a one to nothing lead early in the second. Tanatan kept it in the point. And then Pareko slashed Stefan's stick out of his hands, got away with it, worked on to Edmondson with a great move to Schwartz, to Shan right in, a shot off the goal post! Oh, Shan, and now Thorburn, they score! Joel Edmondson has scored again! Two great chances in this game by Joel Edmondson, sniffing around in front of the Coyotes goaltender, Auntie Ranta, and the fans on their feet here in downtown St. Louis. And why wouldn't they be? Relatively quiet opening period. The shot originally on a three-on-two break off the bar by Shen. And then it comes all the way around. And you can see Thorburn makes a phenomenal pass. Thorburn came off the bench on a line change. Tarasenko had a heavy shift. He went for a change. Give Tarasenko a lot of credit. Most definitely give Tarasenko a lot of credit. Tarasenko had a very good game last night. And uh, it's kind of funny that he did because... 
there were several people that I seen on social media saying that Tarasenko had not had a good year and he's just not doing the little things. So I kind of replied online that, uh, yeah, he's doing the little things. It's called scoring and assisting, uh, getting assist and scoring goals. And he's a pretty good defensive player, not the best, but he does what he needs to do to help off, to help the Blues when they need their defense strengthen up in the offensive zone when the other teams attack it. This guy is an all around player. Is he like Alexander Steen that's known for his defense? No, but he does a very good job at uh, defending the puck. And he did a great job in that offensive uh, scene there, uh, which allowed Edmondson to get the goal. Edmondson gets his fifth goal of the year, just tearing it up this year. Thornburn gets his first assist. Shin gets his 15th assist. And I know I dog Thornburn. I don't think he needs a lot of playing time. I think he's past his prime. And uh, what he does really doesn't isn't needed a lot in the NHL. But, man, I got to give the guy credit. That pass to Edmondson was just dead on. One of the better passes I've seen Thorn, Thorburn do in his career, and I've watched a lot of his career. Uh, just a great, great pass by Thorburn because without it, Edmondson wouldn't have got the goal. Five minutes, 14 seconds in, the Blues are up one to nothing. But man, this young Coyotes team was still flying around, still going after the puck. I was very impressed with them. And I know a lot of people are going to say, aren't you a Blues podcast? Why are you going on about the Coyotes? Because they do have a lot of good young talent. They really, really do. And this team is going to be good several years down the road. They may not be good for a while. Heck, they were 2-13-2 going into this game. But they didn't play like that. They played their hearts out. And I've seen a couple other games this year where they played very, very well. Just couldn't win. Couldn't get the goal when they needed it. Uh, you know, that effort from this young team would pay off. And uh, Brendan Perlini would get a goal 9 minutes and 38 seconds into the second to tie this tough game up at one each. Anthony Duclair out high and around Connaught and gets a shot away and a stop by Hutton. Played to the line, Connaught and chop it away at it. Here's the chance in the front. They score! Brendan Perlini set up beautifully by Anthony Duclair. And we're tied at one. Oh, a roof chop from Brendan Perlini. Well, Brendan Perlini said, Masher, you're going to be saying my name a lot tonight. And we just did. Real good keep in there by Connaught, and that's what sets this entire play up. Nice feed there by Duclair onto the stick of Perlini and off in a hurry. One-timer. That is a thing of beauty. It's a rolling puck. No chance on the play for Hutton, I think, is still looking. Yeah, that comment by the Arizona announcer is kind of funny because Hutton was still looking like a second or two after it went past him. Totally folding. A big goal for the Coyotes to get back in this game. And, you know, they were playing well, and they probably thought they should have been leading this game by then, but Carter Hutton had been shutting them down. Big goal by Perlini, though, to get them back his third of the year. Duclair gets his third assist, and Connaughton gets his second assist. Nine minutes, 38 seconds into the second. We're tied at one apiece. Back and forth battle for the rest of the second period. Carter Hutton stood tall. Ranta for the Coyotes stood tall. Both these goalies were playing a very good game. But this save by Carter Hutton late in the second period was just great. And it helped the Blues stay at one apiece for the time being. Back for Ekman Larson. With some time on to Keller. The drive. He ripped that one wide. And then Perlini to the back again. Another shot. And Hutton got over and made that save. It may have been tipped on the way through. What a save that is. What a save. And to be able to stick with it right there, literally with his paddle on the ice and that puck so dangerously close to being loose. 
but somehow Hutton with that right pad and that right knee is able to keep it down. Look at the whip of the stick of Oliver Ekman Larson deflected in front, hit the right part of his pad. Dvorak on the doorstep, and that's what I mean by being underneath it. I can't believe that he was able to get that pad so tightly along the ice like that. Huge save, huge save by Carter Hutton. Just awesome saves. And I agree with Panger. I don't know how he kept his pad down on the ice like that. Did not allow any room for that puck to get through. And he keeps the game tied at one apiece. You know, Carter Hutton's playing a great game, but the Coyotes, that speed just did not give up. And they would take the lead on another goal by Perlini, who had the first goal of the game for the Coyotes after they get a power play. But man, Dvorak and Ekman Larson were key on this goal too. And they go up two to one late in the second period. Ekman Larson across center. Ekman Larson flips it to the front. They score! What a thing of beauty! Brendan Perlini is second of the night. And that's one of the prettiest goals of the season, Tyson. It is 2-1, Coyotes. Well, and you got to thank Ronta for this one and the saves he made earlier. Beautifully executed zone exit. Oliver Ekman Larson takes that puck down the right side. Dvorak to Perlini, and nobody picks him up. And he's loving it. He called it. I mentioned it this morning. You'll be saying my name a lot. And there it is, the second time of this hockey game. He gets his fourth goal of the season. Perlini was right. He told the Arizona announcers before the game they would be hearing a lot from him uh, last night, and they sure as heck did. Perlini gets his fourth goal, but not without the hard work of Dvorak, who gets his eighth assist, and one of the better young defensemen, Ekman Larson, gets his ninth assist. 18 minutes, 41 seconds into the second period. Power play goal for Arizona, and they're up 2-1. to one. I know a lot of Blues fans were panicking at this point, thinking, oh my God, how can the Blues be losing to the worst team in the league? It, like I said, it can happen. But I wasn't really panicking because the Blues hadn't played bad. Just the Coyotes have played really, really well. The Blues didn't have a great first period. But overall, the Blues have played pretty good. It's just the Coyotes are fast, and they were hungry. If you were the worst team in the league playing the, the best team in the league, wouldn't you be a little hungry to show, hey, you know, we're not as bad as people say that we are. So going into the third, you're knowing the Blues are going to have a push. You know they're going to test uh, Ranta, and they did test him. And, man, I am so glad Mike Yo's bringing them defensemen up because the best defenseman in the league right now in my mind is Alex Petrangelo, and he ties this game at two apiece, five minutes and one second into the third period. Front. Petrangelo gets it free. Now play back for Dmitry Yashkin just off the bench. And then Tarasenko for Petrangelo. He scores! Petrangelo wires it, and we are tied at two. Wicked wrist shot by Petrangelo as he corrals that puck, rolls it off the end of his blade and traffic in front. Good pass by Tarasenko. There's the wrister right there, and it is a wicked, filthy wrist shot as he gets good balance and athletic position and lets her rip through traffic and just cleanly beats the goaltender. Buzz in the ears under the bar and in. Indeed, buzz in the ears right over the shoulder next to the mask of Ranta, and Alex Petrangelo ties this game at two each 
early in the third. Petrangelo's seventh goal. Tarasenko's twelfth goal. Yashkin's fourth goal. And as this game started, the number one scoring and number two defenseman played for the Blues. Number one Petrangelo, number two Edmondson, and they did not disappoint in this game. Seventh goal for Petrangelo, twelfth assist for Tarasenko, fourth assist for Yashkin, but a great pass by Tarasenko. We're tied it to a piece. The rest of the third period would be back and forth. And guys, I'm telling you, this is was a fun game to watch. The Blues really came alive in the third period, really tested Rant and had some great opportunities to win this game in regulation. But it wasn't meant to be, so we would go to overtime and both goalies would shine. The team's exchanging opportunities here in overtime. Steen's got room. He walks in. Steen can't get a pass. Ranta. Rebound. Ranta got that as well. Oh, what a stop. That was Vince Dunn. And Arizona with it. Stepan comes in. And he is tracked. Oh, now a great pass in front. Ekman Larson. And a great save by Hutton. Both goalies were huge in that overtime. Just huge. And not just those two opportunities. Both teams had other opportunities. And the goalies were on their game. Just a great, great overtime. You're thinking one of these teams is going to win this in OT. But it wasn't meant to be. It would go to a shootout. And two of the Blues would score and give the Blues the overtime win. It would be Steiner and, of course, the newcomer, Braden Shin, who is just tearing it up. Shen two for 13 in his career, but he did score in Brooklyn. What a great shot. And he'll shoot first against Antioranta. And here's Shen, and he scores! Right to the legs. He just pulls that puck in there with that wicked toe curve that he's got. And he's 42% in his career. So a goal here and the Blues would win. Steen in quickly. He waits and he scores! Goodbye, goodnight! Blues win! Plenty of drama here at Scott Trade Center against a pretty gritty Coyote squad. They never gave up during the course of this one. But entertaining, boy, from the last 10 minutes of the regular 60 minutes to the three-on-three three to the shootout. Your big players come to play, and that's what happened with the Blues. They got the Blues to win when they needed to. Edmondson, uh, Tarasenko, Shin, Schwartz played very, very good in that game. Uh, Dunn played very well in that game. Just an overall great game. I know some people are upset, but it's a win, guys. Calm down. It's a win. Stop trying to find negative in everything. Yeah, there's areas the Blues still need to work on. But just calm down a little bit. They won the game 3-2. to two. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game real quick. Arizona falls to 2-13-3 with the shootout loss. The Blues improved to 13-3 and won 27 points in the league number one. Arizona had 29 shots on goals. The Blues had 38. Arizona was 1-3 for three on the power play. The Blues were sadly to say 0-3 oh, and really need to work on that. The Blues did win the face-off battle 58% to 42%. Perlini had two goals, his third and fourth of the year for Arizona. Duclair had an assist. Ekman Larson had an assist. Uh, Connaughton had an assist. Dvorak had an assist. And Rantu, I thought, played pretty good. Made 36 out of 38 saves. Petrangelo uh, was able to uh, have a great game. Uh, had seventh, his seventh goal of the year. Edmondson had his uh, fifth goal of the year. Tarasenko had an assist. Yashkin had an assist. Shin had an assist and also had the shootout winner. 
Carter Hutton makes 27 out of 29 saves, and the Blues get the big, big win. Just an awesome win for the Blues over a tough, young, hungry team in the Coyotes. Let's go ahead and go to the postgame interviews where we'll hear from Thorburn, Petrangelo, and, of course, Coach Mike. We needed to be better. I think um, we got what we deserved. I don't think we, we played, in, especially in that second period, with the puck the way we needed to play. I mean, they, they, they want to come with speed. They got guys who can make plays, and we let them do exactly that. It was uh, fun to score the, the tying goal. Tell us about that one. Yeah, it was a good play by Vladi. I think we kind of we were pressing there. Uh, just a matter of getting some some shots. And uh, Shenner, I think Shenner and Yaski were in front. So uh, when guys are in front, it's tough for the goalie to see the puck. Alex, this morning Rick Toggin said you guys might be one of the better teams in the league playing pucks along the wall. I mean, is that kind of how that all got created over there? Just you know, determination? Yeah, I think that applies to us, as, uh, especially in the Ozone. We're good in the D zone, but I think in the Ozone it really matters. Uh, we got some guys that are real feisty. Uh, and the Ozone makes it tough in their D. Uh, that goal was the result of it, too. We kept getting the puck back and put them on their heels, and, and that was that. Uh, Hutz kept us in it. I mean, it, it could have got away from us pretty quick there, but he made some huge saves to uh, give us a chance to win. Nice heads-up pass by you. Did your eyes light up when you saw Eddie there? I did, honestly. I haven't, uh, I haven't made a play like that. I don't even know how long, but um, credit goes to Volva. He, he had that change in the offensive zone. Uh, so the puck came around the wall, and then... I get lost coming off the bench, and the puck comes right to me, and then Eddie's there to direct it in, so he did a great job uh, putting it in. It's easy to talk about it, but you know, when you see that team coming at you with the kind of speed they have, young guys and whatnot, I yeah. mean, does that was that kind of a wake-up call for two periods, watching some of the things they were able to do? Or Yeah, it was. I mean, and we were prepared. We knew it was going to be a tough game. Our coaches did a great job preparing us. It was just, uh, just one of those games where things weren't going our way for the large percentage of the games in the past. So. Um, yeah, it was just a matter of getting down to what we're we're good at, and I think the third period we kind of bounced back to uh, kind of St. Louis Blues hockey. Good, you know, again, their their last game, uh, our last, you know, uh, the game that we, a couple games that we pre-scouted, obviously Pittsburgh, they 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 gave Pittsburgh a handful in that game, but but more so that was a back-to-back situation, and we looked at the the way that they played in Washington, and uh, and uh, and so that's what we expected tonight. What did you change there going into the third period? Just got refocused, and uh, second period we weren't good. First period was 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 pretty decent, and uh, second period we came out um, with a real strong effort, grabbed the lead, and then we just uh, we we stopped doing the things that we need to do. And and I, you know again credit to them. It's not it's not just on us, but uh, um, but we stopped we stopped checking the way that we were checking. We gave up we gave up way too many scoring chances, way too many odd man rushes. That's not our game. Um, but uh, but what good teams do though is they can have a period in the game that that they're not on top of things and then they can find the game and I thought we did that in the third period. How hard is it to said you, your your remarks got their attention after the second period? Can you share at all what you might have said? So that's not us, basically. That's it. And so uh, yeah, I, I think we know kind of what we've been doing and and you know what the recipe is for us to be successful. And I think the. You know, you can say whatever you want in there, but it's up to them to go out and do it, and they responded really well. How hard is it to be a, a good backup goalie when you don't get as much game action like Carter? Um, I wish I could tell you, but I've never had any experience as a backup goalie. But uh, but I can tell you that what Hutz is doing is uh, I, I do have the experience of, of working with a number of goalies, and, and what he's doing is really impressive and extremely important for our hockey club. Um, you know, it's one thing... Uh, to throw a backup in there and, and you say, okay, you know, maybe Jake needs some rest, whatever the case is. But those are games that you need to win. Those are games that count in the standings. And, and, uh, and so the way that he is able to, 
to every day he comes into the rink and every day he's he, he takes on the extra minutes he takes the extra shots uh, because obviously a lot of the times Jake needs to, to get a little bit more rest or whatever the case is he does that but then the way that he's able to amp up and uh, and get focused and get himself prepared for for the games and stay sharp for the games that he gets into um, he's it shows, it, you know, his competitive his competitiveness I find shows up in the games. It shows on, in the way that he doesn't quit on plays. But I also think it, it shows up um, big time uh, behind the scenes when we see that uh, preparation. Mike uh, Carter just said that he and his <coughs> wife stressed out the two weeks before the expansion draft. Organizationally, were you guys fearful of losing? Well, I, we were fearful. I mean, obviously, you go through every situation. We didn't want to lose anybody. Uh, of, of of we like all of our players so but certainly yeah he he was one of those guys that that you, you were nervous. So. Is it kind of you know, obviously they've had their issues with goalies because of injury? Yeah. Can be kind of remarkable that he doesn't get that much attention that he would have been considered. For um, I'm sure he was probably considered. You know, I, I don't know what uh, I don't know what the the inner workings were there, but uh, uh, but he's done. He's, you know, what what it, we're just happy that he's still with us, and he, he's, he's done. done. He's done a, a, a huge job for us. Uh, you know, looking back at what he did for us last year, and then looking what uh, where he's carried on this year, he's I think he's uh, certainly grabbing some attention now. Mike, you know, we've been talking about this. Secondary scoring and whatnot, you're getting from the defenseman. But the more this goes on, are you just more amazed that they keep shipping in the way they are? No, no. no I mean, again, the, a lot of credit goes to the forwards, and uh, definitely have to. Uh, Give a little tip of the cap to uh, Thorburn. What a great play that was! Some, some, and that wasn't an accident. You saw him pick his head up and look for um, Eddie and shoot for the stick. So, uh, but uh, you know, again, a lot of the credit goes to the forwards. But um, you know, I, when we're on top of our game and we're at our best, we're playing as a five-man unit, and we do that offensively and we do that defensively, and um, we did that for a good portion of the game tonight. But uh, but we saw that when we're the responsibility that comes with that, and when we weren't doing it, then things weren't going well. Is it the sign of a, a good team that maybe even when you're not at your best, you can find a way to win a game? It is, yeah, no question. And, and, and a, you know, a sign of a good team, again, that maybe things aren't going your way in the game and maybe you get away from your game a little bit, but you can find it. That doesn't have to turn into, um, you know, something that you can't recover from. And I thought that we, uh, we recovered nicely. And when we needed uh, Huts to hold us in there, when we weren't on top of things, he did, he did a great job. Indeed, a big win for the Blues. Not their best game, but uh, you win them any way you need to win them, regardless of the team, regardless if you're in first place, regardless if you're in last place, regardless if you're in third place. It doesn't matter. You won the game. Great effort by Hutton. Big game by Petrangelo, not just scoring. I thought he played an overall great game. Yashkin looked pretty good, too, and I don't give Yashkin a lot of credit a lot of times. I think he's got a big body, and he needs to throw it, it around a little bit more, be more physical. And I think that's why the Blues have been hesitant to move him in trades. For some reason, they think he's going to get really, really good or something. He's got the body size to be devastating. He's just not used it, but I thought he used it in last night's game pretty well. Also, you know, Tarasenko had a good game. Just a very good game. Schwartzy, even though it didn't show up for him in the points, had a great game. Carter Hutton had to be the star of the game, though. Just the number one star overall. Had a big game, and that's what the number two goalie is supposed to do for you. After this, the Blues will uh, have a home game against the Islanders on uh, Saturday. Tickets still available for that. Get down there to see the East Coast team. And uh, former Blue Doug Wade, as he's the coach of the Islanders. Uh, let's go ahead and also look ahead past that. They've got a three-game road trip against Van Calgary, uh, Edmonton, and Vancouver on the West Coast. So that's going to be a 
hard trip for them. Let's hope the Blues can come out of it at two and one, or maybe even three and zero. Oh. Thanks again for joining me uh, for the Drop Podcast. I've been your host Lance Dascott. Brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Check out their website for all their other podcasts. Don't forget to come back. We're here after each Blues game. Or if anything huge happens in the NHL, we'll have a special episode, regardless of whether it's the Blues. But the NHL is going great. A lot of great competition. I know there's a lot of 5-6 and six teams, 7-5 and five teams, 6-5 and five teams, so on and so forth. But, man, it's been very competitive this year, and the Blues have been great. Let's hope they can continue their success when they play the Islanders and going into this road trip. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Until next time, stay safe, and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or D at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.